Eruvin Perekher Mishnah Gimel. So in the previous Mishnah we learned that we can extend a city's border by 70 and two-thirds amot to connect it to a neighbouring city. And in that case what we would do is we would consider both cities together and then we would measure the Tachum for both of these cities as one. The next Mishnah will now apply this to three places. So let's say you got three villages that were grouped together like a triangle. So you've got three cities. So think of a triangle. You've got in the top right, you've got city A. In the bottom right, you've got city B. And then in the middle, to the left, you've got city C. Okay, and there's no more than 2,000 amount between A, A and C and B and C. And, and so you've got the third that stands opposite the space between A and B. So A and B to the top, A is to the top, B is to the bottom, and in the space between A and B, to the left is number C, is city C. If in the space between the two outer villages is such that if we were to imagine the entire third village being moved into that space, there would be no more than 141 and a third amot left between the middle village and either of the outer villages, then the middle village makes the three of them become like one large town for the purpose of measuring the Tachum. So what we've got here, we've got A and B, they're on the right side of this triangle, for example, and there's a space between them. Now C, if C is on the left, now if we were to move C, this third city, into that gap between A and B, if between A and A and C to the north and C and B to the south, there's no more than 141 and a third amots, as in the space of these two Karpefim, then what we do is we consider all these three cities to be one large area, and then we consider them <clears throat> to be joined together to, to make the Tachum from all of them. Because what we're doing is we consider these three villages as if they were standing in a row, with the borders of each village extended by 70 and 2 third Amat. So if there will be no more than 141 and 3rd Amat between one village and the next, then what we do is that the borders of each village reach those of the neighbour, and we consider them all together meeting as, as, as in one town. Mishnah Dalet. So how do we actually measure Tachum? So we begin with the length of the rope. In Madadin Ela Bechevel Shechamishim Ama, we measure the Tachum only with the 50 Ama rope. So we measure 50 Amot at a time until we reach 2,000 Amot. And it's made out of linen, which is strong and doesn't stretch when a 50 Amot rope is pulled torched by two people. Lopachot, it shouldn't be less than 50 Amot because the short rope gets stretched and becomes longer than it's supposed to be. Velo Yotem, it can't be more than 50 Amot because a longer rope often sags in the middle when it's held by two people. So you use a 50 rope to measure, a 50 Amot rope to measure 50 Amot measurements. So now the Mishnah describes how they held the rope. Velo Dod Ela Kenega Liba. They can each measure only with the rope held against their chest so that they both hold it at the same height and not at an angle. So again, if you've got these two people measuring, one person holds it at their head, the other one holds it at their feet, then it would be less than 50 amot in a straight line. So we've got two people who were probably at the same height. They would each hold it at their chest against each other to measure the 50 amot. Now we discuss how to measure the ground that has dips and rises. So if a person's measuring and reaches a valley or a pile of stones from a collapsed fence, we absorb it in a way that absorbs the slopes of the valley of the fence. So we measure in a straight line across the top of them. Okay, so as in if the width of the uneven ground from one side to the other is 50 amot or less. So what they can do is quite simply, they just traverse it. One person stands on one side, the other person stands on the other, and we just, we just incorporate it. 
Okay. Now, however, if the width of the even, if 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 so again, if the width of the uneven ground varies and directly opposite the city, it is wider than fifty amats. But off to the side of the city, it narrows to fifty amats. So then, what? How do how do how do we do that? So obviously, in in that sense, in that sense, you can't stand one person on each side of this valley of this dip. So what they do is they move over to the left or to the right to a place where this valley or dip or fence or whatever becomes narrower. They measure across it at that point. Okay, to a point where they can continue measuring, and then they move back to the to the point they continued measuring. Okay, and then and then they reach and then and then when they reach the place where they can walk back, they return to the original line of measurements and continue measuring from there. So so that's how they would encounter valleys and dips and stuff like that. Again, if they reach a mountain while measuring the home, they measure it in a way that absorbs the size of the mountain. So they measure over the top in a straight line, just as with a pile of stones, for example. Um, if the hill is such, um, so large that they have to move and measure from some point that's not opposite the city, they can do so. So again, they, if they can't necessarily move, do it so easily at this point where there's a narrower point to the left or to the right, for example, they go. And they return to their original line of measurement, as long as they do not go out of the Tukhum of the city for this purpose. Because what will happen is, is that people would see these people measuring the Tukhum. They would then see them move around this mountain to the left or to the right and measuring. So what people might do, and, and, and what people might do is think, ah, well, they measured at this point, so that must also be in the Tukhum. But the reality is, it's outside of the Tukhum. So, so the rabbi said that if... If the measuring, if this measurement process takes them out of the home, they shouldn't measure there, um, outside of this purpose. Now, what to do is if what what happens if you can't measure the ground in a way that's impossible? If the measurer is unable to absorb the slope made by the uneven ground by using a fifty amma rope, so let's say it does go outside. The the, the only narrow point that they can do is outside the tchum. Regarding this case, Rabbi Dostaba, Rabbi Anas, in the name of Rabbi Meir, Shamati Shemakadrin Beharim. I heard from my teachers that we make a hole through the mountain. So, what they do is they will measure the mountain in a way that imitates drilling a hole through the bottom from one end to the other with a long measuring rope through it. The length of that measurement is the distance that counts towards the Tachum, and the slope of the mountain is not counted. So, what they would do in this case is they would they would take a, uh, a rope that's four amots long. So, one measure will stand at the foot of the mountain, the other stands a little higher up the slope. The lower one down holds the rope to their chest, while the higher one holds it to their feet. So what they do is they they maintain a straight line as they're going up the up the slope of the mountain, and so it doesn't they don't need to incorporate the slope of the mountain. Um, so then the measure who was on the top of the bottom then climbs up the mountain. They he, they go. The person at the bottom then goes to the higher ground, and they measure the same way, and they basically go up the bottom up up the mountain this way, and then they also go down that way. And this way is 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 how they would incorporate a mountain into a tachom if they were unable to go around it. Have a great day.